Brandon Steiner, and this is Unplugged with Brandon Steiner. Hello, it's Brandon Steiner back again for another very, very special, special guest for Unplugged. And there's really the right, right word for this guest because Unplugged is exactly how I vision this conversation going. Uh, Larry Wignett. Uh, hello, Larry. How are you? And uh, by the way, congratulations on your new book, What's Wrong with Damn Near Everything. You stole my line because kind of how I've been feeling lately about everything, but I'm sure you'll be able to elaborate that and explain us why you wrote this book. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, it's a good title. What is wrong with damn near everything? You know, I, I look at everything that's going on in the world, and I figure out what pisses me off the most, and then I write a book about it. That's how I wrote my last six bestsellers. But on this one... I was just looking at government and society in general and businesses and our educational system and all the stupid crap that's going on on college campuses. And I took sort of that 30,000-foot view and looked at it and said, how come all this is going wrong? What's happened to us? And what I realized is that our core values, things like honesty, integrity, respect, doing the right thing, adding value, work ethic, self-sufficiency – all those things have gone away. They've completely collapsed. And that's how we have such a problem right now across the board in so many areas. Wow. Now, you've, you, I've, you've authored a whole bunch of great books, Shut Up, Stop Whining. It's called Work for a Reason. But this book seems to have a little bit of a double edge, a little bit of a bigger chip on your shoulder. What's your biggest chip out of all this? Because there is, you're right. I mean, there's definitely a lot of problems. I, I see it in the workforce. I see it with some of the kids coming out of school. Sometimes I'm, I'm wondering when I'm on a college campus, who I'm even talking to, that you know, the kids are looking down at their computers and not even paying attention here. I, I, I flew two hours to get to a, to a school to speak. Tell me, like, what's, what's your biggest chip? You know, if I had to look at the biggest issue that I think we're dealing with right now, maybe right now more than ever before, it's a total lack of respect. You know, and, and I look at that across the board. I can take that down to if I'm driving down the street and someone pulls out in front of me in traffic, that's not because they're in a bigger hurry than I am. It's because they don't respect me enough to let me go ahead. Uh, you look at the way we treat people when we go on Facebook, online, any social media, and look at what people will say to you. They'll say things to you online, call you names, trash you. I have people saying, I got an ugly dog. Where the hell do you get off saying, I got an ugly dog? I mean, what, what business is this? What kind of dog I got? People go out of their way to be rude when they just don't have to. We've forgotten how to disagree with people respectfully. We have to immediately trash them and who they are and not attack ideas and thoughts and actions. So I would say respect is the one that ticks me off the most. Well, when you think about that, you know, when you think about any problem, it has to originate from something. Where do you think this all originates from? Like, where, where did we start? Where did this all start to go wrong, do you think? I think things really start to go to hell when we remove all consequences. We have no consequence for bad behavior these days. We've taken away consequences for just darn near everything. I mean, and consequences absolutely drive behavior. They control behavior. If there's no downside, people, human nature says that people will do whatever they can get by with. And the problem is we let people buy with everything. Hey, you don't want to pay for your house? Don't worry. 
we'll step in and bail you out on that. Don't run up your credit cards. Can't afford it? That's all right. Walk away from it. No obligation. Don't worry about it. I'm doing a story on the news today that talks about how 48% of students don't believe they ought to have to pay back their student loans. Are you kidding me? You borrowed the money. You signed a contract. You agreed to do it. You knew there was a payment plan, and now eh, it's not convenient. I want out of it. I want you to pay for it. Who's this book for, Larry? I'm trying to figure out who, which, which one of my friends I want to buy this book for. Uh, because, you know, <laughs> buy it I, for all your friends, Brent. You know, I, th- I, I feel that way just because you yesterday was a day, and this hits a real nerve with me. I just felt like, wow, I cannot believe how many people I talked to yesterday that just did not stop bitching, did not stop complaining, and were just freaking miserable. And it brought me to almost a, a state of misery myself and just listening to all the people that just were unhappy about so many things. I think this book may be for all my friends. I think it probably is for all your friends. If anybody is in business, then you have to understand that you need this book so you'll look at your customers differently. You'll look at your employees differently. You'll demand more from the people who work with you, for you, and around you. You'll demand more from yourself on how you have to add value in every single exchange that you have with a customer because you have a fiduciary responsibility to treat them well and to always bring a benefit to them. So you'll treat your customers differently. So it's for anybody in business. When it comes down to your family, you absolutely must model the behavior that you want to see in your kids. You have crappy kids because you're a crappy mom and daddy. That's what bottom line it is. You want them to be honest. You want them to have a work ethic. Yet You lie. 27% of Americans lie up, uh, on their taxes every single year. It only costs us $270 billion uh, every single year. So, yeah, we don't model good behavior for our kids. We have so much dishonesty going on in business and government uh, and, and the way we pay our bills and the way we treat other people. That it, this book really is for everybody. You're right, Larry, but you hit a nerve with the parenting. I mean, I do believe you can parent your kids to success, but you, you grew up in it, and you, maybe this is where all this comes from, but you grew up in a home where both your parents were in retail. Does that have a profound effect on your vision about, and, and was, were your parents, did they have a big effect on the way you view people, view customers, being that you were in a retail home where your parents were probably grinding every day to take care of people? I believe that did have an impact. Uh, I think the way we're raised does have uh, a huge impact on the way we turn out, obviously, as adults. I wrote a best-selling parenting book, too, called Your Kids Are Your Own Fault. I'm definitely my parents' fault. Uh, They taught me to value people and to understand in every situation that I'm there to serve those people. Uh, I'm not there just to take their money. I have to offer something that is worth more in exchange for that money. So I come from a service mindset. Maybe it was because my parents were in retail, but also just because I think that's the right way for us all to be. And that's the deal right now. We look at at what's going on and, and listen to what our politicians say. Well, I treat him bad because he treats me bad. Or he lied, so it's okay for us to lie. We've made these core values conditional, and core values are not conditional. I mean, I you don't agree. get to have to be honest just because somebody else was honest. You've got to be honest because it's the right thing to do. And, you know, I guess the, the short-term value of all those things, core values, honesty, integrity, are, isn't great. You know, the, it's, it's more of a longer-term play when you do all the right things on purpose. Tell me, you, you hit a nerve with the parenting. We have a lot of people that are listening that are our parents. Give me two really good tips about your, your overall view on parenting and, and some things that parents – have to, must do to parent successfully? 
I think that the laws of parenting are much like the laws of good leadership in business. First of all, it comes down to communication. Number one, you communicate to your kids that you love them for who they are no matter what. Unconditional love with your kids. So they're not always questioning if a mom and daddy love me. Of course you love them. However, their behavior is up for grabs. You don't always love their behavior. You love who they are, but you don't love their behavior. And if you want to control behavior, this is how you do it. You communicate exactly what you want. Then you communicate to them, in other words, educate them in how to give you what you want and what they should do. So you have to do the training side of it. At the very same time, you communicate the consequences of their behavior. If you do this right, then this happens. If you do it poorly, give me bad behavior, then this happens. So in every situation, your kids know what you expect, they know how to deliver what you expect, and they know what happens when they do their part, good or bad. If we did that in our homes, and if we did that as leaders in our businesses, we could fix things. Here, here, I love that. That's good stuff. Let me ask you, are, are there a couple companies or a couple situations that you do like that isn't pissing you off, that isn't, you know... Wrong. I mean, give me a couple examples of how you feel like, you know, these guys do it right. There are lots of businesses doing it right right now. When I look at at a business and and giving me the right kind of customer experience, I'll look at Amazon. And Amazon's all over the news all the time. And and people say Amazon's going to take over the world. Right now, we'd be better off probably if Amazon did take over the world. They always exceed my expectations. They always get it to me faster than I thought I was going to get it. If something's wrong, no questions asked, they'll take it back. No big deal. Uh, They make it right at at every turn, and they're always making things more convenient for me. See, if you change my experience when I do business with you and make it a positive experience, and even when it's a negative experience, you make that a positive, then I'll feel good about you and continue to do business with you. And I think they're one of the places that's getting it right right now. I agree with you 100%. When I read your book, What's Wrong with Damn Near Everything?, What's going to be my biggest takeaway? Give me my one big thing when I walk away that's going to, that I'm going to then carry on when I'm in conversation and recommending your book to someone else. I think that the first thing you'll do is learn to assess your own behavior. Is this the right thing to do? Is it honest? Is it uh, full of integrity? Does it serve people well? Does it reflect what I would like to see in other people? It will cause you to look at yourself differently and the way you interact with others and the way you are from the inside out. Too often we're trying to control our outward behaviors, and our outward behaviors are just a reflection of who we are on the inside. So it will cause you to constantly reflect on yourself from the inside out. Love that. When I think about all your other books, just on another note, I mean, because I, 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 I love that, uh, you know, your, the parenting book was the one that really hit home for me. But what's, what's your second best book? What's, out of all these other books, it's Shut Up, Stop Whining. It's called Work for a Reason. You're broke because you want to be, which is one of my favorite lines, by the way. But what's your favorite other book besides this one that you just came out with for people that are listening and maybe want to pick up a second copy uh, of both your books? Well, I'd say the parenting book is my most important book in that I believe if we fix the way we parent our kids, we can change the world eventually. But it does come down to how we parent our kids and to understand that we are responsible for 
the way they turn out. So they turn out uh, with a high degree of self-sufficiency instead of dependency. So they can go away and thrive in the world all on their own. I believe that the ultimate goal of parenting is for your kids to go away and be dependent and not rely on you. And so I would say that's really an important book for me would be that your kids are your own fault. My last book, the, my, the one right before this new one, What's Wrong With Dad or Everything, was called Grow a Pair. And that's about uh, understanding who you are and what you'll stand up for and what you'll put up with and what you won't put up with in life and in business and from others and so forth. That was a good book, too. I really enjoyed that. That was a big hit with a lot of folks. I probably I should have named my book. I probably should have named my You Gotta Have Balls book, You Grow a Pair. It's kind of a little bit, <laughs> well, it's kind of the same kind of theme, but you're right. You're right. It is about that. And we need more of that. And we need more of that, a little more that instead of waiting for something to happen, they go out and do something and make something happen kind of mode. Yeah, it comes down to people knowing who they are and what they stand for, what they believe in, being willing to stand up for it, even if it's not popular. And uh, we've lost that. And I'd like to see us get that back. But that comes from clarity. And you only have clarity as a reflection of your core values, which is what the new book is about, discovering what your core values are. And once you know them, getting real clarity around those. So you're having fun? Is this fun for you, I mean, to be able to kind of help people? I know, you like, you know you're known as the pit bull of self-help. <laughs> or more, But, you know, you are in a way because when I've seen you in public and I've had the joy of watching you speak, which you're a very different kind of speaker and you definitely get to the point and, and it's hard to move away from from you in the room, frankly, because the truth, you're talking a lot of truth. It's almost, almost like too much. It's like, Oh man, this guy, <laughs> but are you, do you enjoy this? Are you having fun with this? And, and are you feeling that people are, are people following you and how do people follow you? Uh, I do have a good time with this. Believe me, I sort of live by the philosophy when it quits being fun, y'all quit. And uh, if this wasn't fun for me to do, I'd figure out something else to do. I'd go sell shoes or something. I, but I'd get a kick out of doing this. What? How could you beat uh, expressing your opinions and having people pay you for that? Excuse me. <laughs> pay you for it. That's pretty damn hard to beat right there. And that's where I am. Uh, and as far as people who want to follow me, I'm everywhere. Just go to LarryWinget.com. You can follow me on Facebook at Larry Winget Fan Page. I'm all over uh, Twitter and LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. Best place to buy what's wrong with damn near everything would be Amazon for now. Amazon's the best spot right now. Do we have a best? Do we have another New York Times else. bestseller or no? Who knows? It's you seem like you. You seem like you got a habit of them. It. I do have a habit. I've had six in a row. It's time for a seventh. Yeah, I love it. Well, keep up the good work. Great chatting with you, and uh, I know this is gonna hit home with our with our listeners because this type, you know, we had a we've had a couple of conversations like this that have been the more popular. Gary V, get your shit together with Sarah. I mean, there's been some really good uh, conversations. This is right along the line. So, if you're listening out there, what's wrong with damn near everything is a, is a must get. I got to pick up the parenting book too. You know, your parent is your fault or your kid is your fault. Is it your kid is your fault? There you go. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I'm picking that up. I got to pick that up. I, I haven't fully read that book. I remember reading it in Arizona, and then I got lost and never finished it. Thank you, Larry. I appreciate the time, and uh, good luck with the book. We hope to we hope to see you again back here. If you ever want to have another conversation, um, we're always happy to have one with you. Thanks, Brendan. Appreciate it so much. 